Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Hey, welcome to the recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast, breaking down the interview with our friend Michael Hyatt, who got real and totally transparent with us about his personal brand journey and his business and just awesome. So I'm going to turn it over to my wife and our CEO, AJ. Give us your thoughts. What were your three big takeaways or your first one? One, I love Michael Hyatt and I enjoy all interviews with Michael Hyatt. He has such a depth of knowledge and of Mm. real life expertise and experience that he is one worth learning from. So always really excited to listen to anything that Michael does. But I'll start. I've got my three points here. I've been really good about taking notes. (laughs) Number one, this was important for me because I feel like you just don't hear enough about it these days is that nothing is more important than your email list. Mm. Nothing. And I feel like so many times in today's social media driven world, all we hear about is how many followers do you have or how many fans do you have and how many likes and what's your social engagement and not that that's not important, but we talk about this a lot at Brand Builders Group is that social media is rented real estate. And the only way to own your virtual landscape is through an email list. And if you don't have an email list, if the algorithm changes or the platform changes or the platform goes away or the government says you can't use the platform or they get consolidated or merged, all of that means that all of this work that you've done, all of your content, all of your audience just poof vanishes into thin air. And I love it. It was clean, was simple, straightforward, but does not get enough credibility anymore. People think that email marketing is old school. No, it's not. No, it's not. So nothing is more important than your email list. That's my number one. Yeah, that was big. And for me, the biggest thing, it's interesting because he was promoting vision-driven leaders. So that's his new book that's out. And then my biggest takeaway was just 
seeing that applied to the personal brand business and hearing him tell his journey of how he started with basically himself. And then they've grown that into a huge team doing major revenue. And if you're curious, he shares on the interview, he shares like- You're going to have to go listen to You got to go listen to it. But he (laughs) shares his revenue numbers and- How many staff they have. Yeah, the total staff, the size of their email list. He shares it. And he didn't talk about this in the interview, but we were with Michael at Blackberry Farm a few years ago. And gosh, I wish I could remember this, but what you said made me think about it is that basically he was making the case that the amount of revenue that you do every year is directly tied to your email list. And I want to say it's something to the effect of a dollar per month per email. So if you have a hundred, I think this is it. If you have a hundred thousand people on your email list, then typically that company is going to generate about a hundred thousand in revenue a month. Okay. So that'd be a $1.2 million dollar a year. So for every 100,000 people on your email list, you grow that by a million dollars a year in revenue. And I was thinking about the relationship he was sharing between their numbers and where they're at now and that and just kind of what you were talking about. But that was powerful for me is just to go like, this is how you do it. And you can build and build and build by just starting small and just knowing though that if you follow these principles, there's a huge business available to you and right in front of you. So that was my first big takeaway. Yeah, it was so good. And that's like, if you look at all of Michael's social followings, they have good followings, but their email list is so much bigger than their social followings. And then the revenue of their company is very reflective of their email list, not per se their social platform. So I just think that's really important for all of you who sometimes get hung up in the outwardly appearances of social and be like, no, no, no. You need to be focused on the inwardly who's on my email list. And I just think that's a great reminder. Love that. Okay. My second thing was that the vision should not change in the midst of chaos, but the strategy has to. Yeah. The vision should not change, but how you get there. The strategy is something that needs to be flexible, that needs to be able to bend and mold to the times. And he gave this great example as we're in the midst of a pandemic, things have changed, right? Things have changed. That doesn't mean the vision has to though. The strategy changes but the vision doesn't have to. And I think that's a really big deal in terms of just paying attention to where do you want to end up and how you get there may look a little different, but the long-term vision, the long-term goal doesn't have to change in order for the path in which you take to get there. Mm -hmm. And uh, he used this great example, and I'm not going to go through all of it right now, so you should go listen to it, but he gave the great example of Slack. And I thought, what a great example of how it started Mm -hmm. as a company and then actually what you know it today as is Slack, right? It's this communication tool. That is not what it started as. That was not its original intended use, but that's what it is today with a billion dollar valuation. I think that's a really big deal to pay attention to where the vision didn't change, but the strategy changed in order to meet that vision in the midst of chaos. I think that's very relative to where we are today. Well, and I would say Brand Builders Group has been interesting. You know, we had a vision for our events this year and we had to immediately go to all virtual events. And that was, I thought, a real life example of Mm -hmm. how it affected us internally was 
how many events did we do in this year? 21? 21. 21. We had no plans to do a virtual event. And then all of a sudden, they're all virtual. And we may never do a live one again. Yeah, <laughs> it's been awesome. I mean, our, For everybody. everybody For has everybody. loved it. And that leads to kind of my second takeaway, which was along the same line of vision. And I really like the distinction that he was talking about between vision and mission and 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 values. values. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, you know, the vision is where, like where are we going? The mission is why. And then the values are sort of like who we are Mm -hmm. and who we're becoming. Yeah. Who we're becoming. And I liked that. I think the idea of where we're going is a really good illustration. And yeah, I don't know what else to say. Other than that was really clear for me. Just having clarity around what is vision, what is mission, what are core values, and how do they all connect? I think that was very good. People overcomplicate it. I mean, I remember being in grad school and being like, why is this so complicated? What the difference is? That was super simple. And hey, by the way, you, personal brand, if it's you, one person solopreneur, you need to have these things. Like you need to have a vision, you need to have a mission, and you need to have core values, even if it's just you. At Brand Builders, we got seven core values and we've had to do these things. So it's a big, big, hairy deal. Yeah, I think that's important too because he talks a lot about how vision is what guides you. It's like your North Star. And if you don't have vision, then how do you know where you're going? And he said, the challenge is, is most people don't. So they get sidetracked and pulled in all these different directions and they're plagued by distraction without ever making real progress towards this one uniform vision. And I think that's a lot of to what you're saying. And not getting that confused with mission and core values. That was a great conversation. Okay, I could digress. Uh, This is a good topic. This is my last one, right? So I'm gonna read this exactly. This is how I wrote it when I listened to the interview is that it's never too late to re-envision your company or your brand. Mm. You don't have to give up on the vision. You just have to change the strategy, right? And I think that's kind of connected to my point too, but it's like, it's never too late to reimagine, re-envision and reinvent your company or your personal brand. In fact. I think the whole concept of re-envisioning, re-imagining, reinventing speaks to the point of, now that happens all the time. It can happen all the time. It's never too late. It's always the right opportunity to do that. And I know that for us, we hear so many people say, it's like, well, I've just been doing this so long, right? I've been at this for this many years, or I've already invested this much time or money or resources. And I say to you lovingly, so what? (laughs) So what? right? Those were great experiences and great learning. And you have taken from that to create what is next, right? You would not be able to create what is next if you hadn't been through what you have been through, but it's never too late. I really love this concept of living forward, not living in the past. Which Um, is another book title of Michael Hyatt's, Living Forward. (laughs) There's another book. (laughs) But I think all of those are very synonymous with the time that we're living in of if you are not reinventing today, you're in trouble. That is not an option. Reimagining and reinventing yourself and your business is not an option today. It must happen for you to evolve and change with the changing landscape that we are living in, right? That's just fact. And I just think it's never too late, which means that it doesn't matter if you're five months behind or 50 years behind, you can still do it. Yep. Well, you touched on the vision and distractions there. And that was my third takeaway, which I thought applies both to your personal brand and just to life in general, is that the difference between opportunities and distractions can be very deceiving and that a lot of times distractions show up on your doorstep disguised as opportunities. And so like when you were saying, you got to have that vision and be super clear on what you're going for and go after it. I mean, gosh, the more we do this and the more we're working with personal brands, the more I become convicted that 
the reason people don't succeed is not because they're not smart enough or they're not good enough. It's because they're friggin' distracted. They get pulled by some ad that they saw that, oh, they should be launching a membership site now. Or their buddy says, well, I made a million dollars doing a challenge. And so now I got to launch a challenge or the path to glory is a coaching program. Or they just get pulled and it's like, Look, too much, the re- too many things. Yeah, the reality is you can be successful in any model as long as you drive that one model to success. But if you're trying all these different models, like you can't work when you have diluted mm-hmm. focus, you get diluted results. And to hear Michael come out and just say that so clearly, it's like, gosh, that's it. And just lock in on a model, lock in on a message, lock in on an audience and go serve them and make it successful. Quit dancing around looking for things that you're dipping your toe in, hoping you find something that works out. Find one thing and make it successful. That's the way to get there with focus. Focus is power. So yeah. Really got excited. I got excited about that one. (laughs) I got excited. I always get excited. And like you said, anytime Michael Hyatt speaks and we have a chance to listen, we're like always so wise, such depth to his experience. And that's what I love. And it's like, if you guys don't know Michael or you haven't listened to the interview, like this is just scratching the surface. He is someone who has been on both sides of the coin. He has done it. He is living it. He's got a team. He's gone from personal publisher. He's been the author. company and it's like again he is one to follow like if you are really wanting to turn your personal brand into an eight-figure business he is one to follow to say how did it start and then what and then what again if you haven't listened to the interview go listen to it so much depth so much wisdom and I want to do a plug on that note because we've interviewed him twice. If you go to influentialpersonalbrandsummit.com, you can watch a video interview that we did with him, not so much just about vision in the business, but how he built his whole personal brand from scratch. And you can go listen to that, influentialpersonalbrandsummit.com. Check it out. Tune in, follow Michael, and thanks see for- See you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 